Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, Chapter 9. For Jesus, this relationship was very important. And on this occasion, he took the boys up to the mountaintop for a time of prayer. Jesus seemed needed to pray. After all, he was under some pressure. The cross lay before him, and he knew it. Now, as he prayed, Jesus was transfigured before them. The language speaks of flash-like lightning. Behold, two men were talking with him, who were Moses and Elijah. Verse 31, who appeared in glory and spoke of his departure, which he was about to to accomplish in Jerusalem. Now suddenly up on that mountaintop, the group got a little larger. Moses and Elijah appeared to discuss the pending events with Jesus. With Jesus, These two were significant beyond the obvious for Moses was there to represent the law and Elijah there to represent the prophets, the law and the prophets. You see, these two were the embodiment of all the greats. And they were fulfilled there that day in Jesus. Complete in the person of Christ, just like we are. Now, no matter how much the boys loved and supported Jesus, this task of encouragement and preparation, it seemed could only be handled by someone larger than them. There is a point where mere men cannot help any longer. Certainly as witnesses, it would be an event that would no doubt be burned into the hearts and minds of these three apostles present that day. The faithful of the Old Testament meet up with the faithful of the New. The boys were given a glimpse of the future, something all the faithful of this age of grace will see personally, each one of us when we cross over. Now one thing is for sure, this event puts to rest the modern idea of reincarnation. Moses and Elijah were still living, not reborn as some sort of head of lettuce. No, men live on after earthly physical death, and they are still recognizable according to this, maybe more so as they pass through to the next life. Verse 32, now Peter and those who were with him were heavy with sleep, but when they were fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Now, it seems this was a scene, one that would be a precursor to the Garden of Gethsemane events, where the boys were caught dozing when they should have been praying. Obviously, the physical and the earthly had not yet been conquered in these guys, yet I am pleased to say Christ would not throw them away. Perhaps at first they thought they were only dreaming, but quickly... They were wide awake and in awe. They saw his glory. This glory is described in the Jewish world as Shekinah glory. The manifest presence of God. Verse 33, we read, As they were parting from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let's make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. 
Yes, Peter here, exercising his usual chatty self, speaks right up whether he was given anything constructive to say or not. It seems Peter wanted to hold on to that moment. To just, you know, keep a grip on the high of the event that was before him. Like many of us, he was reluctant to let the great events pass on. What if I never see this again? What if it gets hard from here? What if such a moment never comes again? Look, it's an easy thing to try to hold on to the moment, whether it be a great high or just a safe place. But time marches on. And we need to know that God wants to do new things and to grow us onward in our calling and onward in our mission. It's always a temptation to just stop and sit about reminiscing. We can even quit our calling and service and begin to look elsewhere in an attempt to live in the highs, to live only in the mountaintop experiences like Peter. But the mission that lay ahead, the mission of these men, the mission that lays ahead of us, they are all sometimes quite hard. And you know, oftentimes they're mundane. And yet, he also promises highs that are higher than the last event. But it will all take patience and commitment. It will all take the, the blessings that come as long. We all take the blessings that will come along as... We do not attempt to alter his plan and call. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable, Romans 11.29 says. Verse 34 says, While he said these things, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were afraid as they entered into the cloud. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Now Peter thought he knew what he was supposed to do. He thought he knew what he wanted, but when God spoke, it seems Peter was afraid. He wanted to seek after the moment, the highs, the thrills. But God had done different. God had different plans. Plans that involved him coming back down off that mountain, off the mountain to continue the work and the journey Jesus had called him to, and that he, Peter, well had pledged to finish. In verse 36 we read, when the voice came, Jesus was found alone. And they were silent and told no one in those days any of the things which they had seen. It says Jesus was found alone. Alone? No, Jesus was never really alone. However, the Shekinah glory of God was now quiet, albeit for but a moment. It is in this place of quiet that we come to our senses. It is here that we stand in stunned silence of his awesome presence. It seems most of the time with our self-generated noise, it's so hard to hear the Lord over the sound of our own voices, over our own will, and over our own passions. Oh yes, Christian, embrace the highs. 
certainly be thrilled with the moments of his Shekinah glory. But then find that quiet place to listen to his counsel. I know it would be a great thing if we could always remain on the mountaintop with Jesus. And there are times when we are privileged to enter into some awesome periods of deep communion with our Lord, those far from the issues of the world we live in every day. But then the time always will come when we must come down from those awesome places, those awesome places of experience and return then to the battlefield of ministry because that's where we meet the needs of the lost and the dying world. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.